Well, hello there. This is episode nine, and you're listening to Tiff Says. Here is a personal thought from Tiff from her car. Right to you. All right. Okay. I just came back from this, like, my bi-weekly amazing meeting I have with uh, other other people. We work together. It's uh, other women, and we bounce back and forth ideas and I always come back I always leave like with these like amazing ideas and inspirations and what have you and what's had my mind turning is uh, my most recent is trying something new and I know that you know, especially where we live, and I've probably mentioned this before, we live this super high-paced life living on the West Coast here, you know, expensive, everybody's trying to find ways to, you know, make some money, Um, but my way, in my belief, is doing it in the things that I'm truly passionate about, Um, and that being said, I am in a position where I can do that mostly because I created it for myself, but whatever. So the one question I had, you know, someone had it for me was when's the last time you tried something new? Okay. Like all the time, I'm always trying stuff new, but am I? I feel like when I know I'm doing something new, And what does that mean, new? Like, something you actually haven't done before. Okay, so if if you're doing something and you have no idea how to do it, well, that's your new thing, okay? And a lot of people push away from doing these new things because they're hard as F. It is almost, it almost brings up insecurities that because you don't know how to do something that you have these expectations that you should know how to do everything. Doesn't everybody know how to do everything? Well, that, the answer to that is just not true. We don't know how to do everything. And that's probably my biggest reason why I started this podcast because I knew I didn't have to know everything but trying something new is a totally different conversation trying something new brings up a lot of fears and insecurities even if it comes to trying a new food tasting something different who out there are the ones that like go to the restaurant and buys the same thing every time? Yep, that's me too. Don't worry. I do the same thing. Especially if it's the same restaurant I'm going to. But you know what? 
when I go to a restaurant I've never been to before and I do not know their menu, I have no freaking idea what to order. So what do you do? Well, honestly, there is a solution to every problem. And in the case of the restaurant, since I don't know what to order, I think the best thing to do is ask somebody who knows what's on the menu is, and that would be my my waitress. So usually, instead of going through the menu on looking for things that I like, I just tell her what I like, and I tell her to pick something for me. Basically, is what typically happens. So I mean, obviously, that's going to look a little different on the other things that you're trying for the first time. Sometimes, you know, those solutions don't come as easy. Sometimes it takes a while. But if it's coming to, like, writing a program, writing an essay, or driving a car, things that, like, need practice. I mean, CrossFit. Oh, God, here we go again. CrossFit has so many lessons. Okay, there's so many things that you could do in CrossFit and a lot of those movements come very easy and natural to a lot of people because they're natural movements but then you get a movement like an overhead squat or a snatch and people freaking hate doing them because they suck at them well you know the one person I actually like it literally resonated with me was this wonderful motivator named Gary Vanderchuk. Gary V is a world-renowned speaker and artist and a multimedia guru and he always talks about reveling in your failures. So usually typically when you fail at something it's because you're trying something new. So my word is if you're trying something new and just because you failed at it doesn't mean that's the end all be all yeah it's a little painful it takes a bit of that ego throws it under the table a little bit because you screwed up big freaking deal pick it up and try it again because if somebody else can do it why can't you and you know, the only reason why they can do it is because they did it over and over and over again. But then what if it's not your thing? What if you don't care for it? I get that too. And that's why it's important that we do try things we haven't tried before because you don't know what you like and you don't know what you don't like. And I don't care how old you are or where you are in your life. There's a lot of shit you have not tried And I just feel like it gets you closer to understanding who you are as a person, which makes you more confident in who you are. I'm telling you, I love popcorn. I don't like green beans. I just don't. I've tried them over and over again. I'm just not a fan. But I know popcorn like the back of my hand because I know it's... The way, or like corn, it goes in. I swear I chewed it. <laughs> I don't care how many times I practiced it. It still comes out whole. 
Anyways, I'll let you sit with that one. <laughs> Sorry to paint you such a lovely picture, but I hope you get the gist. So, what are you going to do to try something new? Are you going to be a pussy about it? You're going to be like, no, that's too hard. I'm not going to do it. Well, I challenge you to do something hard like something new. Because if you're doing something like living this broken record in your life and you're just not happy, how's that working for you? Why don't you try something different? Peace out. Okay, so our next guest um, is a good friend of mine, and her name is Sydney. And why I brought her on the podcast and for this episode, because she is a very enlightened young woman. And when I say young, I mean young. I... <laughs> Not to downplay the youngness in her, but for where her head's at and her philosophy in life is very much in line with mine. And I feel like it's taken me double the time to learn these lessons that she's already speaking of. And she's only graduated high school last June of 2018. Now, this girl just blows my mind. So... She doesn't know what she wants to do yet, but she's a very driven young individual. She uh, is already the assistant manager at a local gym called Anytime Fitness. If you've never heard of that, that's, uh, I believe, more of a Canadian gym. But um, she also is the secondary coach in the kids class that her and I coach at a CrossFit gym that we both train at. I've known her for probably, I, I would say, I don't know, like three to four years, probably however long she started CrossFit. Um, I never knew that we would be so close, but over the time, the course of the years I've gotten to know her, I've realized she's got something special and I'm really excited to introduce her. She's very inspirational to anybody that knows her and that follows her on Instagram. Um, I can share that in my notes. Um, Also, I feel like she's got a lot to say for this new segment and I'm really excited to ask her what does she do when she has to start something new and I mean there's got to be a lot of new stuff for her she's young enough she's basically trying new stuff all the time and she's young enough to know that trying new stuff is just going to broaden her horizons so check it out Stay tuned, listen up, and hear what Sid has to say. Bizarre thing. Okay, say that again. (laughs) 
I was like just thinking yesterday. I was like, wow, I really want to do a podcast with Tiff. And then 10 minutes later, out of the blue, she texts me, hey, you want to come over and do a podcast with me? <laughs> Hell yeah, I want to do a podcast with you. Is that why you were so excited? I'm like, whoa, she responded really fast well, to I mean, that. I was already on my phone, but I mean, of course I'm going to get excited when yeah. you messaging me. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> So we're going to have a little background noise because my dog will not stay outside. Oh, Nova. Nova. <laughs> Say hi, Nova. <laughs> she's a, a very needy pit bull, and she's going to try and sit on Sid's lap. <laughs> hi, Nova. <laughs> Anyways, Nova's saying hi. Nova, sit. Just chill. Nova, chill. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness, Kate. Nova, sit. Nova, sit. Sit down. Or lay down. Here, lie down. Lie down. <laughs> Anyways, so Sid's here today because she's inspired me by a conversation that we had, and it was about trying new things. And <laughs> that's Nova. Nova, no. Shh, shh, chill. Um... So what's really special about Sid is that she's very young, um, and I, I never, when I say that, I never mean it as a disrespectful thing, because I know sometimes when I was younger and someone would be like, you're so young. Even even people say that to me now, like, mm-hmm. oh, how old are you? I'm like, oh, I'm in my, like, mid-30s. They're like, oh my God, you're just so young. You have so many, I'm like... Thanks. See, I don't. I don't know. I don't take it as a bad thing because, um, I, I honestly take it as a compliment almost because I am young, so I have room to create opportunity, and I'm so young that people say, "Oh, you're just getting started," right? Mm-hmm. But I'm at that age where I can um, try and get a head start in life. Still, right. Right. And so. Um, I'm young and I have all these different opportunities coming my way, but I'm also at this kind of pivotal point where I'm 18, right? But I'm still kind of in that youngling stage, but then that adult stage. So I can relate or be friends with people that are younger than me and inspire the younger generation, but then also work alongside people who are older than me and learn Mm -hmm. from them, right? So I'm at that. Well, the cool part about you that, you know, anybody that doesn't know you is that what I was saying earlier is you, you're living in um, the realm that people are really chasing for, like mm-hmm. very mindful. Mm-hmm. And I find that you're really good at listening to your gut. Mm-hmm. And that's something for me, like my journey in that took a long time, like yeah. to listen to my gut and like really make decisions based on how I was feeling, whether they were right or they were wrong. I mean, Sometimes those decisions, you know, are just more of a lesson. Totally. You know, these ideas come up and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it doesn't work out. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, for me, for a while, I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a fucking loser. I can't, I can't do things right. I keep failing. But in reality, that is, those are the lessons. Those are the things that we need. We need yeah. to fail to be able to persevere and be better. Absolutely. I'm right? like, I'm, that's. I'm a huge advocate for, for failing. Like, if you're not going to fail, you're never going to succeed because without, with, with success comes failure, you know? Yeah. Um, and, of course, like, I, it took me a while to understand that, but it was out of the tough times and my dark moments where something, again, it really depended on 
um, my mindset and how I took those and how I reacted to those hard times, um, but really that deciphered the outcome of the good things that came out of my life. Because without those tough times, I wouldn't be where I am today, and I wouldn't be as strong as I am today without those without those tough times. Hundred percent. And sometimes those tough times, you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel until you're on the other side of it, and you're like, oh, that's why that happened. Absolutely, absolutely, it's very true. So the one, the you know, the main reason why we're here is to talk about um, doing new things. Mm-hmm. Because you are so young, a lot of things for you are new, yet a lot of things come so naturally for you, which mm-hmm. is like, I feel like you're gifted in that sense. Oh, there goes Nova. Hi, Nova. Um, so when we talk about trying new things, like you've just had... You were just finished telling me about an experience of something new for you. Mm-hmm. Now, without getting too in-depth about it, mm-hmm. the feeling of the unknown is mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. but yet you're so excited. Absolutely. What is that, what does that like turn out for you? Like when you know you're trying something you've never tried before, what is the process that you go through? When I'm trying something new, um, I always ask myself if it scares me. Because if it doesn't scare me, it's not worth doing because I know I'm not going to gain anything from it. But if it scares me and I'm excited from it, and it's kind of like taking me to a second to evaluate whether or not I want to to take part in trying this something new, um, that's when I kind of have to stand back and then really weigh my options. But then ultimately, I... I decide to to try those new things because I know um, I'm going to grow as an individual from doing that Um, because some of the toughest decisions I've had to make in my life have led me to something so great and things that I'm so beyond grateful for that wouldn't have happened unless I scared myself and put myself out there to try those new things. And that was it. I was going to ask you like what you're talking about is that something out of experience or something that like someone taught you I would say out of experience and um I mean again it it does definitely comes with um having been taught because I think I learned little lessons from multiple different mentors and people over um the course of growing up whether that have been a teacher or a coach or a friend or whatnot so not necessarily <laughs> just your own experiences no. but maybe other people's yeah and like little hints of a like advice from people Mm -hmm. um, more so like I have little things from different people that just kind of stick with me over time and then in the end it just results in kind of creating who I am because again that's something else I believe in like um the people you surround yourself with and you can take a little bit and learn something from each person and it kind of ends up to creating something a little more um how it's the word it creates meaningful yeah meaningful kind of but it also creates you as an individual by Mm -hmm. taking those things because you're not copying them but you're taking their advice and putting it into your life and then I always called myself a pirate yeah you know like I used to paint and draw a lot yeah that was my creative side as a child and as like a young teenager that was like my kind of release yeah um now I do other things to release my creative like this podcast yeah um but it was like oh god I lost my train of thought I hate when that happens damn it (laughs) it's okay 
You'll remember it. What, what what do we do? Finish all I all Color, I could coloring. Oh, your your creative, your outlet. <laughs> no, like taking little bits of information and advice from different people and kind of making it your own. Right. That's so funny because I literally when I started talking about like my outlet, all I could remember was being in my art class, zoning yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> And I just zoned out and I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> oh man, it happens. Okay, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> um, so being that, you know, learning from other people's experiences, um, do you tell, do you find yourself telling people these stories, other people's experiences, like the stories, like, because I find sometimes, you know, that's what we do. We tell stories based on other people's experiences. Um, and then line them in with our own. Yeah, I mean, to a certain degree, I guess. I mean, you have to be careful with doing that because you don't want to give out too much like detail that's not your own mm. to give because everyone tells it so differently, right? Like, I can go and, and tell someone um, about you, but it's not the way... Or go and tell someone, be like, yeah, this is what Tiff's about, blah, 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 but you see yourself completely different than I see you, right? Sure. It's like looking at something from three different perspectives you have the two people that are dealing with the situation and then the outsider right yeah and so you I would take their story and maybe make it a little more generalized again I wouldn't well totally because you're going to tell your experience of someone's story based on something that you know resides with you so yeah being in a conversation somebody's dealing with something tough Mm -hmm. Say, say one of my stories, you know, reminded you of something like that mm-hmm. without having you to... Ex- I just feel like people respond really well to stories. Oh, absolutely. You know, and like yeah. those experiences. Yeah. So these experiences happen for us to share. Yeah. And not just for our own, because if we only kept it to ourselves, that would, that would be a disservice mm-hmm. to the world and the people around you, especially the ones that you care for. Totally. Um... Okay, so a lot of people, when they try new things, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is my experience, mm-hmm. um, is, see, I've always been, like, super outgoing. Yeah. Like, I've understood, I've experienced that fear of trying things, but I always use that fear as, well, I, I, I put it to the test a couple times, so I was fearful of you know, going out with some friend, maybe some people I didn't know. And then there was just, I remember the few first times this happened and I decided to go anyways. Mm-hmm. And I came back going, God damn, I'm so happy I went. That was so awesome. Absolutely. Like if I stayed home and if I just felt sorry for myself or whatever the hell I was doing, I never would have had those experiences. I never would have made those relationships. Totally. And I feel like that's kind of like, you know, like your story that just happened to you recently. Yeah. Right? Totally. So like being open to the unknown, you, you, you have no idea what's on the other side for you. Oh, absolutely. I think if you are presented with an opportunity, honestly, just take them. doesn't matter what it is. I mean, matters what it is to a degree, but... It, sure. Um, <laughs> if it lines with your morals yeah, exactly. and like things that you're interested in, <laughs> totally. sure. Um, but I mean, if you're presented with an opportunity, um, take it. 
take as many of those opportunities as you possibly can. Because um, even if it, even if it doesn't work out, so what? The, the worst thing that happened, it didn't work out. So didn't what? work out. But imagine if you go into that opportunity and something great comes for it from it. Um, and it usually does. Yeah, totally. Um, but then if you went and then you get this amazing opportunity and you think to yourself, wow, if I didn't take this, like, who knows where I would where would be, you know? Yep. Um, yep. Super important to try new things because not only you'll meet new people, but you'll see what you're capable of too. Because sometimes um, you don't realize what you're capable of unless you go out of your comfort zone to try new things. I was just listening to a podcast about that yeah. on my way home. Mm. Uh, call, she's she's the goddamn bomb. I love her. You should look her up. She's mm-hmm. called the Meathead Hippie. I it sounds really familiar. She's a she's a. Uh, she started in CrossFit. She's an okay. advocate for CrossFit. Okay. She, she's a, you know, she, she's a creator. She does all these cool things. And mm-hmm. her podcast is just really good. She's doing the mom month of uh, this month. Okay. It's about mothers and just experiences. But anyways, check her out. She's yeah. really good. Okay. Um, now, what about the other side of those things? When you felt like that was a waste of time. Has that ever happened? Yeah, and that's gonna come with if you're gonna if you're gonna try as many opportunities as you can. They're not all gonna work out necessarily. You're always gonna have those ones that might be a waste of time. But again, I still find that that's valuable because you still get a lesson from that. So whether it's gonna those opportunities are gonna help you grow or teach you a lesson, mm-hmm. you're still gonna learn something from it, even mm-hmm. if it's a waste of time because it's gonna be a lesson. You know that that wasn't for you, so you know next time not to go and do something like that necessarily. Yep the same with people like I think you can learn something from everyone it doesn't matter who they are I don't I don't care if it's your worst enemy or your best friend or one of your coaches or an, a co-worker you're either going to learn a lesson from them or they're going to help you grow as a person um or th- you might just take a little tiny piece of advice from them mm-hmm. but you're gonna you're gonna learn something from each individual you if you're across. open to it if you're open to it absolutely I think it's really important to be like this whole self-awareness this is a big thing that like Mm -hmm. people are I mean it's been talked about for a long time but Mm -hmm. like it's almost like a niche right now it's like the new thing Mm -hmm. being more self-aware well so many people nowadays like and and I don't want to say so many people but a vast majority of people that I come across are are can be so Mm close-minded and they just don't understand the importance of being open-minded trying new things um they they think that they're they're trapped in, in life. Like, they have nowhere to go. But that's because they're not taking any opportunities. They're that's right. They're not trying any, any new things. They're, mm. they're surrounding themselves with the same people. And again, this is something I stress upon as well. You are kind of who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. If you're going to surround yourself with people that are going to bring you down, you're not going to grow as an individual. Mm-hmm. But if you surround yourself with um, strong, empowered, and driven people, you sure as hell are going to improve as an individual. Totally. So, I surround myself with... Again, my coaches, athletes, people like you, um, my coworkers, people... You hear that? People like me. <laughs> people like Tiff. Um, <laughs> people who are driven, though. Um, and I find that it's very empowering to me, being so young, because um, then I kind of get to learn from someone older than me that people my age don't get the experience to because they're, they're not open-minded enough mm-hmm. to go and hang out with people older than them because they just think they're going to get made fun of, you know? Like, even in grade 12, like... 
throughout high school, I had better relationships with all my teachers than my, like, people my own age. So did I! <laughs> Even the ones that put me in detention, I yeah. still liked them. Yeah. We were still tight. <laughs> I was like, you're just doing your job. Yeah. It's okay. Exactly, right? <laughs> I, I would work out with all my teachers at lunchtime, right? And uh, I had those relationships with them, but I, I learned from them, and I was growing as an individual, where... Whereas, not to say I couldn't learn anything from people my own age, but there's something to be said about people who are older than you because they've, they've gone through life already and learned a lot of these lessons. So again, I got to take what, like, what we were talking about earlier, like pieces like their stories and advice and things that have happened to them and kind of put it on my own life. Well, you know what I think is cool about you mm-hmm. is that you know you don't know shit. Yeah. You don't know shit. Exactly. But you do. Yeah. You're just mature enough to be aware of that. Yeah. Just like, I honestly could say I don't know shit. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I know a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. the stuff that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. but like, I'm still forever learning. I don't think you could ever really stop learning. No, no. As and long as you're alive on this earth. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think when you realize you always have room to improve, that's what makes you a successful person. Yeah. Because yeah. if... If you think you know everything and you're just great and you're not giving yourself um, any room to grow, how are you supposed to help any uh, anybody else grow, you know? And that is the circle of life, mm-hmm. being a human on this earth. I think it's really important that we share these things. That is our, that's our mission, mm-hmm. is to share these experiences and this knowledge with the people around us so then totally. everybody can rise up. Instead of just being in it for yourself. Totally. I think it's really important that we do act like a community and we do act mm-hmm. like a village. Yeah. You know? Because if I'm not doing well, or no, if you're not doing well, I'm not doing well. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I'm so excited to see you grow up. So. <laughs> My goodness. You're going to do such cool things. Thank you. Um, okay, so here's another question. Mm-hmm. What about the things that you try that's new that you're excited about but you're not good at Ooh, a lot of people stop at that point oh i like this question Mm -hmm. okay um i think because if you love something and just because you're not good at it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it um it might take you a little bit longer to try and get better at those things um but again you just have to enjoy the process of, Mm -hmm. of becoming better like Something, this is what Gary V talks about yeah, all the time. Yeah. Something like for me, and I'm I'm gonna be the, I'll admit it because, um, I've been working on it for like since we started CrossFit. I mean, it's still like something I'm still working on. And I how long have you been doing CrossFit now? Like three, almost four years, <laughs> and I still suck at pull ups. <laughs> but I'm I'm putting in the work. Like I'm trying to get better at them, and yeah. you know. It's not an overnight thing. Like some for some people, it just comes naturally, and they're able to do it in their first class. Yeah, like, good for them. Like that's amazing. Okay. But, on a side note, keep yeah. that on your mind. Mm-hmm. I want to bring attention about bringing being excited for people too. Oh yeah, you have to be excited for other people. Instead of saying "fucking bitch," she could fucking do them, and I can't. Yeah. No. Screw no, no, that. No, no. Being excited for other people is really important. I think it's amazing because in order to grow yourself, you have to to be to want other people to grow as well and mm-hmm, to watch mm-hmm. other people grow and to be excited for other people because a lot of people especially like nowadays with social media and having all these people who are so successful a lot of people tend to look look at them and be like oh 
you're successful and you're doing so great um but I'll, I'll never be there like and they kind of like take their I've been there they take totally. their success and then because they're so successful think that they can't do it and so they let it get them down and like um I'm trying to think how to word this properly but no I, think, I can tell you right now it's important to worry about what you're up to. Yeah. And then people, instead of what other people exactly. are doing. They get so caught up in other people's success yeah. um, that they they forget about their own and they think... But oh, nobody knows that journey, yeah. the journey it took to get there. Exactly. They're just exactly. seeing like what they see as a finished result. Exactly. And like even even then, like you're not seeing the full, the full picture because all of these like... Um, people on Instagram like they look like they have a perfect life like uh, it's all lip service yeah it's all it's all in the surface it's just a facade anyways exactly half those people aren't even doing the work they're just pretending that they are yeah totally so because it takes a lot of work to you know get to your dreams and the things that you know yeah. you want really bad mm-hmm. but I got a question yeah how's those pull-ups coming up <laughs> they're getting there they're better than they were a couple months ago yeah um but again, it's it's a process. You just have to learn to enjoy the process. And I'm, mm-hmm. right now, I'm enjoying it, um, and I'm having fun with it, and I'm getting better at it. But Good. it's but it's not going to take it's not going to be an overnight thing. Um, it's going to take me probably months still, and I'm I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the process. And some people like when they want success, and people like again starting their own businesses or whatever they want the success to happen overnight mm-hmm. i'm sorry that just doesn't happen it takes years sure doesn't um and part of growing your own business or, or whatever it might be is um enjoying the process you have to you have to love what you're doing and if you love what you're doing and enjoying the process that's what's going to make you successful yeah um because again it doesn't doesn't happen overnight and then once you do reach that success what are you going to do? You, you're not going to stop when you reach that point. You want to keep growing. Like, again, there's always room to grow. And enjoying the process is just it's fun. I don't know. What do you see? What do you identify as success? Being happy and helping others. Um, I don't know. I think it really comes down to encouraging others. I like seeing other people's happiness. And so when I'm able to do something for myself, but also translate that onto other people and help other people I think that's what success is when I'm happy when I when I feel healthy when I'm when other people around me are happy that's what makes me happy so you feel successful in that yeah that's your success yeah 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 I don't I don't think I'm not a very I mean yeah I'm not a materialistic person by any means like I think when I was younger I was definitely caught up in in that materialistic I was always um, saw oh this person has that I want that you know mm. but realistically and I was listening to a podcast la- last night if you're materialistic there's always something to chase someone always has something better than you mm-hmm. there's something to be said about helping other people and and there's just it's a completely different type of feeling and it's just out of this world it's mm-hmm. crazy um, mm-hmm. I don't know just I'm not a materialistic person because if your house burnt down shit's gone yeah all you have is you. Exactly. All that stuff is just stuff. All this stuff here. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff. Totally. Just to keep us... It's kind of cool, though. Like, you know, if you need a place of comfort, mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to set up, you know, uh, uh, a few nice blankets, nice yeah. pretty pillows, maybe totally. a candle. Mm-hmm. Like, a, I mean, 
I mean, I've, I've started from nothing, like zero money mm-hmm. and I was still able to make my surroundings comfortable with, oh, okay. you know, with what I had, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's just stuff. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Totally. You know, like I don't have any of that stuff that I used to have when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I got new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. New stuff. But stuff is replaceable and people aren't though, so, you know, and it's, I don't know. Again, like this is something that fitness is really shaped. Cause I think without fitness, to be honest, I have no clue where I would be, but I wouldn't have learned all the lessons I did because fitness, I was very insecure, but I was always into kind of leadership in elementary. Um, but if I didn't have that fitness, I wouldn't have gained that confidence. But then an inner, I don't know. I'm so focused on just trying to eat healthy, to feel good, and training that I just kind of forget about all those like materialistic things. Yeah, because they're not important. They're not important. What What's important is being healthy, making sure that I'm going to live a long life so that I can, like, one day when I have kids, that I can be a role model for them. They can look up to me and... Yeah. So this something kind of comes up for me because fitness Mm -hmm. is a huge indicator on how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. I feel like since I've started fitness, I'm so more in tune with my body and I treat it a lot better. Yes. Uh, I'm a lot more aware Mm because I'm really trying to connect from my mind with my mind to my body. Yeah. Um, what would your advice be for someone who's never done fitness oh. to try it? Yeah, okay, yeah. I think I always encourage anyone to try it um, because it's, it's oh, I could go on all day long. <laughs> well, wait, so wait, this is our podcast. We I do know. whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> there's just so much to go on. Uh, like, okay, I know people who are just not very confident and... I just know if they tried fitness or do anything. I don't care if it's going for a walk for five minutes. Fitness can be in so many different shapes and forms. Like, it's not just going into the gym, lifting a barbell necessarily. Or, you know, you can go biking, walking, running. You can, I don't know, do Pilates, yoga, whatever you're feeling. But something like that because it just it releases the, the lactic acid and, and releases all of these emotions. But it's such a good stress reliever. Um, it just empowers you. It enhances you. those endorphins. Yeah. Those endorphins give us that good feeling. Yeah. Maybe that's what I meant. Not lactic acid, maybe then. Well, okay. lactic acid's <laughs> kind of painful. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Some people like that feeling, though. Well, I know I kind of <laughs> do sometimes. I don't know. I meant endorphins. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's what I meant. Um, but it's just very empowering watching someone having no fitness background whatsoever, but then coming into the gym and trying it. Um, because you I think that takes a lot of courage totally but they see what they're capable of and the possibilities again, like yeah and it teaches them life lessons as well because again this is like what comes with trying new things in fitness there's always something new to try mm-hmm. um well and especially with what we do yeah yeah oh totally being like in crossfit it is a very it's a variety of movements yeah and it's like always varied and totally you know how intense it's going to be or not or it's Mm -hmm. it's crossfit is like the least boring way to stay active (laughs) yeah no totally and i think with crossfit too it's kind of creates this um mentality um with with the crossfit environment that kind of like oh 
because I do CrossFit, I can do anything kind of thing. Yeah. So a lot of athletes, when they get into CrossFit, they're not afraid to go join a new team or go do some, try new things because they have that background in CrossFit. You're always pushing yourselves, pa- passing your limits that you never thought you could mm-hmm. um, and going outside of your comfort zone. And I think the lessons you learn within the gym um, and CrossFit, um, it translates into the real world. Like I know when I was in grade 11, um, there there was a basketball team. I've never played basketball in my life. I'm not good at it at all. But I was like, what the hell? I'll just go and try basketball. And so I joined the team. I was probably one of the worst people on the team. <laughs> like, not going to lie. But I could, I could shoot a three-pointer. Can you? I mean, I wasn't bad at it. Nice. <laughs> so I did basketball. And, you know, it was scary. But it was... What made you try it? Honestly, just because I knew I... I knew what I was capable of in the gym, CrossFit, and I was, I had this sense of, I don't really care what others think, but I know it's going to be cool for me, because it scared me, it scared <gasps> uh-huh. me to try it. Going back like, to that fear. Yeah, because I'm yeah. like, I don't know how to play, I'm not good at it, but just because I'm not good at it doesn't mean, because I liked it, and this is again, what were we talking about? I love basketball, mm-hmm. I'm not good at it, but I still joined the team, I was probably one of the worst ones, but had I stuck with it, I probably could have grown and become a way better basketball players uh-huh so again so why did you stop well because I just wanted to focus more on CrossFit and other okay. things that I was really important um, to me passionate about because again like you can only put so much effort into uh, when I was in high school I was again trying everything beyond belief like any club I helped out with the drama club and I would oh, do this and that but look at that but I didn't know that well I mean, it was more so helping out with the play but again I was just kind of over I would try everything, and sometimes all of those things overlined. And that, uh, yeah, but you were you were testing things. your yeah. you know your passion, see totally. which one really stuck out for you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I think that's I think that is something so important. You mm-hmm. know, coming from your experience, is it is important to try things if you don't know what you like. Mm-hmm. If you don't say for for fitness, you know, for fitness aspect, because you said like you said there was so many ways to stay active mm-hmm. and you don't know what it is that you like to do mm-hmm. try everything yeah hey crossfit's not for everybody no it's so it's totally not i mean yeah. i'm a huge i'm a little bit biased because yeah. i freaking love it so much yeah but i do still say it's not for everybody and that's yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah and like i would try all those things but then there was a point where i was kind of overworking myself and i wasn't putting in a hundred percent into into my passion so that also made me realize what my passion was and it really took me back to fitness trying mm. all these different things because I'm sure they were fun but then I, I it just felt like I was missing something almost so again I was learning those lessons from them trying new things because mm. it really took me back to centered on what I was really passionate about and made me realize why I was passionate about fitness um mm. which is really important too sometimes to, to, to dissect it a little bit yeah totally um, and so, yeah, it made me realize that I was really passionate about fitness. And so I had to take a step back from a couple of those things because I was like, if I am really passionate about fitness, I want to be able to put my 110% into it. Um, Which you have. Oh, I have, but I'm still trying and still learning and growing in fitness again. Like, there's always things to learn. What um, do you, why don't you share with everybody what you're up to right now? Uh, currently, well, I'm training at CrossFit. Um, following program, I'm trying to get better because I'm actually doing throwdown series. 
in two weeks, I think. So it's going to be my first competition. With Miss Joni. Yes. You yes. guys are going to have so much fun. I'm like, excited. <laughs> I'm so really excited, excited for you guys. Yeah, but again, that was something that really scared me. I was like, oh, like. Yeah, this is your first competition. I was so scared. And, you know, but I was like, there's that feeling. I want to do it, but I'm so scared, but I know I should. And so I just kind of went through it. I went, or went, went for it. I just signed up. Um, I know well, that I, opportunity became yeah. because, well, you were signing up anyways. And then yeah. Joni came to you and was like. Yeah. Did she come to you or? Um, yeah, because she saw that I signed up. She's like what the hell? I didn't know you were doing it. I wanted to do it. And I was like, I asked you, but you, you didn't respond to me. So like, it's okay though. We're going to do it now. We're good. <laughs> but, um, I knew that if I wanted to progress in fitness as well, I would have to take those next leaps and bounds. And so with that being competition, if yep. I want to get better, um, because then that, that's going to really show me what I'm capable of come competition because you're going to really have to push yourself hard there. Yeah. And I'm probably going to be one of the youngest ones in that competition. Yes, floor. you are. I am going to be the youngest. Yeah. So there's Because you're not 19 until January. January yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will be the youngest. Unless... Would you... Do they have a team? Um... Uh, if they have... No, they don't have a Category? Team. No. But even okay. if they did, it would only go to 17. Oh, would it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah. But, so I'm doing that training, and then I help out with the kids' CrossFit class, just volunteering. With moi. Yeah, with Tiff. It's a lot of fun. Um, The kids are great. It's so amazing watching them, watching them grow, um, and having seen them from almost the beginning um, till now, and to see their potential. Like... They're loving it. They're doing fantastic. I'm having so much fun doing it, to be honest. Like. You know, when you, like, sometimes go to a job and there's that little bit of, like, resistance, like, oh, God, I gotta yeah. go. There's, like, zero of yeah. that. Like, zero. Yeah. Well, they just all work together so well, but they're all encouraging, and they are such such hard workers. So it's, They it's, work so hard. Yeah. And you can see how much they love it. Mm-hmm. And that probably uh, trickles down with being how passionate we both are about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because we're so passionate about the sport. And, totally. like everything that we're talking about they feel that yeah 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 so yeah I'm doing that right now and then I'm also working at Anytime Fitness I'm just got promoted to assistant manager so that's exciting um and I love it there like honestly it's again doesn't really feel like a job when I go there either like there's obviously not there's gonna be bad days that's with anything yeah um but there's way more good days than bad days um and the members there are amazing um I've grown really great relationships with a lot of them. My coworkers, my manager, they're all fantastic. And we've got such a solid team. And then otherwise, I'm really trying to focus on like nutrition. I love cooking. So Yeah, you have been doing really well with your nutrition. I can see your body changing. Thank you. Yeah, it's paying off. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What if you have I know you're on like a, a meal plan. No, not really. I'm oh, you're gonna, not? No, I, you know, I'm not, I've always, I've tried multiple times to do meal prepping, meal plan, but to me, I want to be able to make it a lifestyle. So for me, that means intuitionally eating. And you know, it was really hard because for a really long time, I would see all of these amazing athletes and that they were doing meal prep. I'm like, well, why isn't it working for me? Well, there, there's that thing again. Some things might work for you mm-hmm. uh, or work for others and that, that <clears throat> might not work for you. So Again, I had to trial and error. I tried it multiple times, but it's just not for me. What I like to do is I like to be creative with my meals and just kind of make whatever I'm feeling that day. So 
um, I'll go grocery shopping every day if that means <laughs> just to get little things to make a meal rather than buying all this stuff, making it all. Yeah. And then. Uh, and then you have to like, eat like freaking couple day old food. Yeah. And just, I hate that. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of that. I just like to make what I want to do because it's also a creative outlet for me. It's fun to make my food. Like I love it. So I feel like with that, there is still a little bit of sacrifice. So what are you sacrificing in your new lifestyle? way of eating what were you what are you doing now that you weren't doing before <laughs> well I would like to say should I turn that question around <laughs> well, no. well, I'm, well I'm definitely not eating out as much as I was because there was a time where I would literally go to Tim Hortons every single day before school <gasps> that gets like, expensive yeah yeah totally. yeah that up so I'm definitely not going to Tim Hortons well, okay, that's a lie. I went this morning and I got a little little egg sandwich, but that was only because I didn't have time and I had to drop my brother off. But okay, that's Starbucks cool. also has like little egg patties. That's what I normally do. Okay. I just didn't have time to stop the Starbucks. Liz does that. Yeah. She, that's her like little lunch. Normally. I can't eat eggs, so I just oh. but I not yet. Um. I my body's super resistant to them. It's okay. probably because I've eaten so many. Yeah. So I'm just taking a break. Yeah. So like off of Tim Hortons for the most part. Today was the first time in a while I've had it. Um, and then Starbucks, like again, I went through the phase for a couple of weeks where I'd get my iced coffee and those egg whites every single day for a couple of weeks. But again, that adds up. So I'm really trying to, I'm trying to live a more balanced lifestyle. So on oh, Saturdays, on the weekends, I'll allow myself to kind of to, I'm still eating healthy, but I'll allow myself to have like a cheat meal. I don't even like to call it a cheat meal because it's not cheating it's just life yeah I'm gonna have those those meals and that's fine um but throughout the week I like to eat little whole foods I just like to eat make sure I'm getting vegetables with with each meal um and a protein source and then trying to be a little more scientific with the way I think about nutrition so Mm. I have my carbs before I work out have protein right after my workout um with like veggies and whatnot um and then like I know before I would really, um, I, I would always have cravings late at night, and that's where I would default because I would eat so much at nighttime. Mm. Wasn't like good. what though? I mean, cause, like treats, like sugary stuff. Okay, like, that just was not good. Because I was gonna say like there is this myth that has been going on for a long time mm-hmm. about any time after eight, mm-hmm. it's not a good time to eat. And I know a few people that works for, but. Mm-hmm. Just because you eat late at night doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. No, no, but I was just eating like, like that's when I would crave things. Yeah, yeah, because you weren't eating the right things during the day. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so now I'm kind of, I'm learning to replace those unhealthy foods with something, um, like healthier options. So mm-hmm. I don't have to feel guilty. I can still eat them. For instance, candy is okay, but I, I don't go for that the bag of candy the bag of candy I actually found this new type of organic um like Swedish fish kind of in the organic aisle that I was going to um and it's three grams of sugar for the whole whole bag oh they taste amazing even my friends who aren't as health conscious and what are they um I can't remember I think they're called smart choice are they but they're like gummy bears oh gummy bears okay okay they're so good and it's only three grams of sugar for the whole pack and like right I don't feel guilty or 
if I'm craving kind of something more of like ice cream texture, because that's that's my guilty pleasure. I love ice cream. Okay. Um, I'll make my like chocolate protein shake. So I'll just put like chocolate protein powder and add a bunch of spinach, um, the banana, frozen banana, and um, ice, and a little bit of rice milk. I'll blend that up. It tastes like a chocolate milkshake to me. Yeah. And you also have your spinach, or you can put kale in it, and mm-hmm. you don't even taste it. Like, I add so much spinach, and literally... You don't taste it, do you? No, not at even all. Even if you add, like, if you did, like, a, uh, like, kind of what I did this morning, like, um, like a veggie one. Yeah. You throw a little bit of, like, pineapple or mango in it. Yeah. It's, like, right. like, so angels. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Something Dave says all the time. <laughs> but, like, I got my cousins to try the smoothie when I was um, visiting them a couple months ago. And they're, like, little guys. So, you know, when they're, like, seven, eight, maybe. They're picky. They are picky when you're mm. that age. If something has spinach or it's green, I'm not touching it. So, I, I, made, I made them a smoothie, which had a bunch of spinach, chocolate protein powder, milk for them, and, and blended, it all, blended it all up. And it looked like a chocolate milkshake. And they drank it. And they were like, I love this. This is so good. I'm like, ha. And it has spinach. Ah. And it has chocolate protein. <laughs> and there's like no sugar in it. And you love it. Ooh. What? I also, I also got them to try Zevia. So, oh, yeah? Um, if, if any of you guys don't know what Zevia is, it's like a pop. Wait, like, wait. That's a Canadian not- way of saying that. Because if we have any Americans listening, it's soda pop. Oh, my God. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, yeah, it's basically Zevia instead of um, soda pop or pop <laughs> um, with all the sugar and all of the added, added chemicals. It's basically like carbonated water, I would say. Yeah, so I'd say so. It literally has citric acid and like natural ingredients, but there's like only Natural a couple, flavoring. Yeah, there's yeah. only a couple things in it, but there's no calories, no sugar, no nothing in it. It's like drinking water and you don't feel guilty about it. You so. see the guys drinking it all the time where... Because Zevia was more like for the states, yeah, and because uh, Jeff's from right the states, all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. like they thought that it was somebody brought up Zevia, and then all of a sudden, that's all they were drinking. Exactly. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then now I don't see it around much because we sell it in Canada now. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. That was funny. Yeah, Zevia's. There was a time where I would literally drink like a couple of them a day, which was like bad. Like I would just having now that's not balanced. Yeah. Right. No. So now I only have like, I'll like drink it as if I was gonna. I pretend it's pop, and then I'll go and have it. Like mm-hmm. if I'm craving a pop, but I won't replace it with water anymore. But I think I was doing that for a little bit, which is still not good. Like you need to make sure you're having your water. Yeah. So I kind of use that as a treat. Now. You know what I think? Um, like for the um, substitutions, like the healthier subs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is really important to use those in moderation as well because there's still added ingredients mm-hmm. that our body stores for months and months and months. Yeah. And over time, I mean, there's studies, there's not studies, it just depends like where you're reading it, mm-hmm. but our bodies have this tendency to hold certain things. It's not just food in, food out. Mm-hmm. So those added chemicals like I said, do hang out for a little while. So, you know, having things in moderation. Totally. Totally. Why not? Mm-hmm. But, you know, substituting, like you said, water for a soda pop probably isn't the best idea. No, it wasn't. So, yeah. now, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I only really drink water now. And then, again, I'll have the occasional ZVR or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to just being able to maintain this lifestyle for me. So, mm. again, like, I just, meal prepping doesn't work for me. Um, it really depends what it is. Now, is this the first time you've ever thought about maintaining a lifestyle as opposed to what's the next thing that's going to get me more fit, more skinny, feeling better, like... Um, no, I just think I always let the pressures of what other people were doing get to me, especially mm. when it came to food and nutrition, because I would see, oh, this athlete or this person's doing RP or this person's doing that, and it's working so well for them. Um, but I'm not thinking of, okay, well, is that person... There's so many factors. There's so many factors, exactly. And I'm like, I know it doesn't. it's not going to work for me. So, like, I can take, like, little aspects from it, maybe, mm-hmm. and, and implement it into my life. But at the end of the day, it's just, it doesn't work for me. So, I just... I well, know. what I think my biggest piece of advice for something like that is as much as, like, we are the same. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's better than anybody else. Yeah. What you're thinking, the thoughts that you have are most likely everybody else is thinking them, too. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to individually... Mm-hmm. We are so different. Yeah. Oh, our totally. makeup, the things that we put in our bodies, the things that we agree with, that we don't agree with, the things that we like, it literally comes from one person to another. Oh, absolutely. It's the same with like weightlifting because I know like when I first started in CrossFit, I would get so frustrated. I'm like, this person can lift that much weight and I can't do that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I wasn't, I wasn't taking in, in uh, the factors of their body weight. So if they're a little bit... Um, uh, I don't want to say heavier because that's not what I mean at all. They could be leaner or whatever. Mm-hmm. That could be a factor into why they're stronger or their nutrition. They're eating really well, so they or genetics or genetics as well, right? Genetics so, plays a huge part in all of that too. Or they've been doing it longer than you, yeah. So so they built up that strength over time, and it, again, it took time to get there. Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah. Uh, so Dave, my husband Dave. Um, went to the gym yesterday and it was like bench press and push-ups and he was describing it as like you know it was like a he was using 70 pound dumbbells for the bench Mm -hmm. and it was a descent and you had to do 10 of them and then as soon as you get off you jump jump down on the ground do as many push-ups as you can and he started getting like as he was telling the story he started getting like you know more disappointed with himself Mm -hmm. because he felt like he was Weak, the fact that after the first two sets, he couldn't do 70-pound dumbbells anymore. He had to use 45s. Mm-hmm. And the guy next to him kept using the 70-pound dumbbells. He's like, I couldn't believe it. He's like, God, I felt so fucking weak. And I'm like, Dave, was he banging out the push-ups the way you were? Because it sounds like sounds like that, like with muscle atrophy, he yeah. wasn't getting that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, come to think of it, I did way more push-ups than he did. I'm like, honey, <laughs> you just worry about you. <laughs> you oh, don't know dude. what people are up to. Dude, like, dude, dude. <laughs> Hey, but that goes with that. Uh, totally. That's across the board with everybody. Absolutely. Like, we compare ourselves to the next person, but it's really important that we just worry about what we're up to. Totally. Hi, Nova. You stinky puppy. <laughs> Well, Sid, let's wrap this up. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> Isn't it fun? It's so much fun. We I just love, talk. Yeah, I love having these like deeper kind of conversations where you actually 
Yeah, and now we can yeah. now we can share it with the world. Totally. Sweet. Awesome. Okay, y'all. Talk soon. <laughs> Ciao for now.